0: Good morning. This is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, and I'm Laura Hurd. It's Wednesday, September the 19th, and I realize that I am one day late from our normal meeting time, which is every Tuesday. But, you know what? That's my real life, and I think that you all can forgive me hopefully. So, Last week, we talked to Jenny Phillips, and we did our homeschool segment. It was the first part of probably a two-part series. It may go into three parts, but we're going to try to get that done next week for you guys that are anxious to hear more from Jenny because she really does have a lot of good information to share with the homeschool community, And we appreciate her for that. This is actually my second recording because I accidentally deleted the one that I had already done from this very podcast. So (laughs) I was sick to my stomach, but hopefully I'm going to be able to redo what I had done before and not miss any point that I was trying to make. So if you create anything and... (laughs) Whether it's writing or podcast or or crafts, what have you, maybe you can understand where I'm coming from because when you put so much work into something that you're passionate about and then it just disappears or you mess it up at the very end and it it messes the whole thing up, (laughs) it can be sickening. And I was tempted just to not do it, just to say, I can't do that again, but I can and I want to. And just because it may not be like the first one, that's okay. So um, thank you so much for listening today. And the podcast today is called My Real Life Is Not Your Real Life. And so we should celebrate. And I wanted to talk about this because this is something that I have recently written an article about. Um, and something I've had on my mind, and it's just I really thought that would be we would be past this by now in the social media world and just in real life. And what I'm talking about is the fact that my life doesn't look like my neighbor's life or your life or that person on social media, and that is completely okay and we're going to be talking about falling into the the temptation of seeing these posts and that drawing insecurities, different things such as that, mom judging, what have you. It's all kind of umbrellaed in the same category. So, I want to share a very quick story um, that happened yesterday and this is kind of where I wanted to go with this, but I wanted to give you all disclaimer before I talked about this because when i i'm going to talk about this story but in a way that brings attention to the fact that we need to understand and be very careful with our thought process when we're on social media and i okay so here's the story yesterday i posted a video on social media very simple quick video i was washing dishes And I was listening to a podcast. My son, we have an open floor plan. I was in the kitchen. He was in the living room and he was engaged in play. So I took that moment and I said, I'm going to indulge in in my podcast and complete a task that brings me joy, especially after I get the task completed. It gives me peace. So it was all working out and I was rejoicing in that fact. So I did the video, and the whole reason I was led to do the video was just to, well, for one, to kind of promote the podcast that I was listening to, which is the Grit and Grace Project, because I really enjoy listening to their podcast. I was catching up from the previous two episodes that I had missed, and I just kind of wanted to share that. and to my followers to let them know, hey, this is a really good podcast and this is one way that you can enjoy your podcast while you're doing dishes or riding in the car, what have you. So that was my specific story. A little bit later, I was on Facebook and I saw a meme that said exactly (laughs) it It was talking about um, self-care, getting a break as a mom. And the meme literally said, listening to a podcast while doing the dishes is not a break. And it flipped me out because I was like, what? Is this person... Are they looking in in my window? You know, it's just, it's really crazy. And I'm sure that you've had a similar experience as sometimes people post things on Facebook and it feels like they're totally talking to you or um, and just, you know, social media is like that. And we are tempted to think that sometimes. But this one, I just could not get past because it was so specific and it was exactly what I had just posted like an hour before. So, I did comment on that, and I was very kind. I, and this is why I wanted to say before I share the story that this is just, I'm sharing this story not to say that this woman was in the wrong at all, because her reality was that I don't know the full story, but apparently her reality is that she can take longer breaks and she can get away from her children and take the self care that she sees fit for her life and so and that's kind of what where I'm going with today with my reality obviously was not this person's reality and the reason I commented on it was to bring awareness to the fact that I have a special needs child and I am a caregiver and I choose to take those moments like me washing dishes and listening to a podcast something I enjoy and rejoicing in those because, you know, I can't readily get a break that maybe looks more like a break to her. To me, washing dishes and listening to a podcast is a break in my life. And I just kind of wanted to bring awareness and point that out that, and I kind of, you know, I don't, I really don't think this woman was judging people that considered <laughs> washing dishes and listening to a podcast. I don't think that's the case. I think she was trying to just give a a message to mom saying that hey, we need breaks to refresh. And I and I totally agree. But some per, you know, my reality is that I can't take those breaks. Um and I choose to find joy in the little breaks that I do get. So <laughs> that's what we need to remember when we are on social media and we are tempted to look at look at memes such as that one or anything else that s- says that hey this is what i'm doing and this is working for me and and people tend to say well you know you need to do this or maybe we think because we're seeing this person doing life a certain way that we think that we need to do that but the truth is that we are all different and we should celebrate that. We need to celebrate our diversity. We need to celebrate that mom who gets up every morning and takes a shower and puts on her makeup because she feels better that way, and that is wonderful. Me, I am still in my pajamas, and I will be taking a shower after this podcast because I have to take my son to therapy, and I don't take a shower and get ready and full-on every day, Um, and that's okay, too, but you You do what works for you, and so many times I feel like we are in a state of defense on social media or in maybe even in real life and We feel like we need to defend how we're doing life because the people on our friends' list are it looks like they 're doing life a totally different way than what we're choosing to do life as, and I think if you're not grounded in knowing that what you're doing for your family and your children, and even yourself, is what works for you, then you are going to be tempted of jealousy. Um, you're going to be green with envy and <laughs> trying to work outside of what God created for you and how He created you, your your husband, and your children. If that is if that's your situation in life, so we need to be kind first and foremost. There's a sign in my son's therapist's office, and it says something along the lines of there's three important things to remember in life. And <laughs> those three things are to one, be kind, two, be kind, and three, be kind. And I love that. And I think that that gets lost sometimes <laughs> when we are when we are on social media and we're putting our lives out there and our thoughts and what we think is right and we have to remember that not everybody is like us and praise god for that right so going back to the idea of self-care as i, I was indulging in my podcast and washing dishes yesterday that to me was self-care and That may not be the next person's self-care. They may, you know, the next lady may get a few hours out of the house a week to go shopping or to get her nails done or what have you. You know, you can insert whatever (laughs) that looks like in your life. And because you indulge in those things, that does not mean that that's better than what I'm doing or what I'm doing is better than what you're doing. It's all based on what God has given us in life, and what we find happiness and joy in. And we don't, ha- you know, we don't have to worry. We shouldn't be worrying about whatever one else is doing, how they're doing life. And we can definitely be tempted to lose the joy in life when we're look constantly seeing these things on social media. So. My self-care, your self-care. We all need self-care. And even if that means doing your Bible study every morning, getting up before the kids get up, drinking your coffee and um, having your Bible study. You know, that's, I know there's a lady on my, on my, and my Facebook, um, feed that I follow. And that's, you know, I really think that's her self-care because every day she posts about it and, and she has posted that, you know, she very, she enjoys this time because she feels like she needs that time. And, you know, that's taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself and your soul. And there's another lady that I follow and her self-care includes a bath after her husband gets home from work with bath bombs. I thought that was a great idea, and if I were able to do that, and you know, if I made time to do that, I could absolutely do that. That would be a way to have that break or moment of self care. So, you do you. Bottom line, and don't worry about what what the other person is saying that life should look like because God gave you a unique, special individual personality. He gave your husband the same thing and your children, if that be the case. And like I said, there's so many temptations online, um, but my real life is not theirs but oftentimes I still question and I wrote some things down here these are called (laughs) wonder statements so as I'm scrolling through social media maybe you all do the same thing I hope I'm not alone here (laughs) so you know I wonder if my kids should be involved in more sports or maybe they're involved in too many sports I wonder if my makeup routine or lack thereof offends people I wonder if I'm a bad mom because we don't do extravagant birthday parties. Or perhaps I feel like a bad mom because I go all out and and the people in my social media newsfeed don't seem to have the same. Um, they don't seem to do the same thing. And I wonder if my husband and I date enough because so many other parents are dating more. And that one, let's take that just a step further. Because... In our situation specifically, you know, we, and there, there, I've actually looked this up on Pinterest in the past, so I know I'm not alone here, but where with our family dynamic, my husband and I find ways to date within our reality, <laughs> even if that means the kids are in bed and we stay up and watch The Office and eat gummy worms. <laughs> I mean, to us, that is, that's is—that's a break for us, and that's time together, and that is our our quote-unquote date. So, you know, it's, it's different across the board because we're all different, and again, let's learn to celebrate these differences instead of putting each other down or making fun of, literally making fun of people because they do a routine or something or life a certain way that you don't understand, and I just saw this this morning. And because one person says that you shouldn't do your makeup this way, and literally making fun, but this the person in my news feed calling them out and saying, you know what I'm saying here today. Let's be kind because I enjoy doing this, and this makes me happy. Whatever makes you happy, you do that. You have freedom to do that because. You know, God—it's a God-given freedom, and based on your personality, there you go. Have at it. But let's just be kind. That's the bottom line. So, so many these are these—I wonder—questions. They would lead anyone down a road of insecurity, and we just—we don't need that in our lives. We need to find joy and rejoice in what God has given us, and. Our family, definitely, as a special needs family, we have learned that the little things in life are the big things, because with our son, the milestones, he's behind on his milestones, so when he does hit those milestones, we are overly the top excited, and it's something, it could be something, it's just something small, but we know he has worked so hard to achieve and so we rejoice. And so for me, self-care, maybe washing dishes and listen to a podcast, that's, you know, that may not be, someone may look at that and laugh and say, well, that's not self-care. That's not even a break. But it is for me. And so I'm okay with that. You have to be okay with what your reality is. If you're on social media being tempted with insecurities and jealousy, you're not okay with your reality, but you have to dig into God's word and your reality is as a Christian that, you know, God created you. He knit you together. He knows you. He's with you and your circumstances in life are not out of his control. I mean, he is in control of those things and you may be facing um, a scary time in life or maybe you're tempted because you're wanting something so bad that other people have and you are miserable. You have to understand that, you know, you, you obviously you're going to be praying about it and God's going to allow that to happen in his, according to his will and through your prayers, if that is his will. So, you know, but you can still find things throughout that process to rejoice in. Rejoice in the little things. Look at the little things in life and rejoice in those. And don't be tempted by what your neighbor has or <laughs> or your social media friend has. So, I, I hope I'm not losing you guys here and understanding that this, this message is not Pointing fingers at anyone, this message, like I've already reiterated several several times, is just we are all different. We need to be kind and show grace to extend that hand of grace to one another. And you know, you learn to laugh in life, and and don't take it, things so seriously, and and then you can truly. Appreciate how what God has given you and not look at it like, oh, God's taken this away from me, um, or I don't have this. God's, God's not letting me have whatever it is that you are longing for. And maybe that's the lesson He's wanting to teach you is to find that joy so you can have that re- rejoicing in your heart for what you do have. Um, so, and when it comes to our kids. I want to talk about this for just a second because a lot of times if you're a mother, you know, you're seeing things on social media about families, families with children, what they're doing. But, you know, and this is where you can find confidence in your parenting. And there is a resource, and it It is called The Five Love Languages for Kids. It's by Gary Chapman. There is a website that you can go to. If you Google it, look in your browser for The Five Love Languages for Kids or Gary Chapman, there is a test that you can take online. It's for for older kids, I'm going to say starting around nine years old. But you can still, even if you go through it and you have younger children, And they can't necessarily answer the questions. You can go through that and get the gist of of what you know about your child. And you can still, even those younger kids, because I've done it, you can kind of pinpoint what their love language is. But with your older kids, you can actually ask them these questions. And it's going to reveal to you their primary love language. And sometimes they have a secondary love language. And what this is going to do, this love language is going to show you how your child, what speaks to them the loudest when you are showing love. What kind of love do they receive the best? Do they receive acts of kindness? Is acts of kindness their primary love language? Is quality time their primary love language? That one is my primary love language. There are two types of quality time. The, the quality time that speaks the most to me is going back to mine and my husband's quote unquote dates and quality time for me is in how I receive love is when someone is simply with me doing something that I enjoy doing. So, Thankfully, my husband and I both love The Office, and just having him in the same room with me, sitting on the couch in the living room, watching episodes of The Office, something I love, and like I said, (laughs) thankfully he does too, that that speaks volumes to me. That may not affect the next person the same way. The next person may not even consider that love. Um, someone who likes to receive gifts that's a that's a love language they maybe they feel most loved when you are giving them gifts so that 's just kind of an idea of what you're going to find on there. You can do one for your children and you can even find out your spouse's love language and that 's something that I actually started with when me and my husband when we were first married, and then I found out that there were an option to find out what my children's love language is. And it's very helpful. And that's the only reason I want to throw that out there. But the reason it is helpful is because it it helps you become more confident in what you are doing as a mom, as a parent, as a wife, and it helps you to understand that when you are seeing these pictures on social media and maybe you are being tempted, you can say, you know, I know my family is different and you know, my kids receive love in a different way. My husband receives love in a different way. And you can you can confidently scroll through your social media. I know it sounds petty and maybe even crazy, but I just feel like based on what I am seeing in my newsfeed, feed that w- this message needs to be shared. This needs to be talked about. And I, like I said in the very beginning, I really thought we were past this, but it seems like we are just now getting to the tip of the iceberg with it. We're going up, we've been going up the mountain and I thought we were on the downslope, but it seems like we are, we're maybe <laughs> getting to the tip there. And I think this needs to be talked about. And so, Hopefully, this has helped someone that has listened, and me talking about it, maybe it opened a door for you to realize that what is happening, maybe you are being tempted on social media through, maybe it arouses some insecurities within yourself, maybe it causes you to be jealous, Um I'm telling you, I have been there, and I know how that feels, and it is a raunchy feeling. You just don't like feeling like that, and it can ruin your day, and like I said, maybe some, maybe you're not tempted with these things, and maybe you think this is silly, but I think there are people, and I know there are, that, that have these, these feelings and these emotions that can be resolved through understanding that we're so different, rejoicing in that fact, and saying, "Hey, I'm so glad that you're doing life that way. That is awesome, genuinely, sincerely." But saying, "This is how we do it, though, and you're okay with that, <laughs> and you, and, you, and you, we can just be kind to one another." Kind of sounds like a a, a ish <laughs> peace, love, and joy, you know, kind of message. But no, really, you know, we rejoice in the fact that Christ has has given us all unique qualities and we can support one another and have confidence in he, in who he made us to be so hopefully this has opened a door revealed something to you and maybe encouraged you and you can always on the podcast there is an option on anchor.fm if you would like to or if you have the app you can send me a message and share share your stories with me and I can talk you know talk about this more if this is something that you want to hear about and maybe need more encouragement with let me know or you can even find me on social media at Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and shoot me a message let me know I want to hear from you guys because I think this is, like I said, we need to talk about this and we need to cut to the core and and get past this. And so I just, I want to thank you guys for listening and thank you to my supporters. If you would like to support this ministry, you can go to anchor.fm or click on the link that you found once you click on the link on social media then that you're going to already be there but there is at anchor.fm if you look up real life moms by laura Heard there is a button toward the top and you can support this ministry you can do 99 cents a month 4.99 a month or 9.99 a month and those donations are greatly appreciated those are going to go into equipment and programs to make this a better listening experience for you and so I can get updated equipment and microphones and programs that will help streamline this process. But again, thank you to my current supporters and thank you to those who have listened today. And I'm so sorry I'm a day late. Hopefully next week we can get back back on track and we'll get to talk to Jenny Phillips more about homeschooling and hearing from her. So you all have a great rest of your week and thanks again.